Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the On Fire B2B podcast. Podcast where we take business owners and CEOs in the B2B space. Six questions, nine minutes, because the best know when to be concise and when to end. Let's get to it. Question number one in a couple sentences, tell me who you are and what do you do? I'm Rhett Power, co-founder of Courageous Leadership, which is a leadership consultancy that helps companies believe again. And go back to like that day one feeling that you have. So we help leaders and teams and companies learn how and where to take calculated, courageous action. Love um, it. Also a Forbes columnist, LinkedIn Live host, best-selling author, and uh, got a third book on the way. Perfect. That's awesome. Question number two, what is the best thing about working with businesses? I've been fortunate to work with some of the best companies in the world. And for me, the challenges that, uh, that, are, that, we're, that we face and that we overcome really gets me uh, excited and pumped. Um, you know, watching a product come to life, uh, I, I remember the first time I drew a, 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 a product out on a bar napkin over a beer and saw it on the shelf, you know, 12 months later. It's an incredible feeling. I love giving that to entrepreneurs. That is awesome there. Question number three. I'm hearing from other top executives that testimonials and reviews are becoming more critical, especially video ones. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it makes the, the testimonial more real. You know, mm -hmm. everybody's got the little blurbs on their websites and, you know, a little picture with somebody that said it. But a video makes it come to life, makes it real. You can see the person's expressions. You can, you can really see if they believe it, what they're saying. And so I think it's crucial and it's something our team has been talking a lot about lately and how we actually do better at that. Perfect. No, yeah, again, it's, it's tough to get really good ones because sometimes people just say, you're awesome, you're great, I love your beard. <laughs> That's right. There we go. Question number four, what advice you share of other companies working in the B2B industry? Go. Uh, there are lots. I, I, mean, I that We could do a whole uh, hour on that. But look, I, I think one of the things I learned when I was running my toy company was take care of your vendors, take care of your vendors, take care of your vendors. Uh, one of the things that we did, we always paid on time. We over-communicated. We gave them uh, a lot of information about what we were doing, where we were in our sales processes, what things were coming up. And, you know, we did that even in the, in the, in the tough times, we made them a priority. Mm -hmm. And so when we, when, you know, when we got big orders, I remember in 2009, we were probably a month away from, from bankruptcy. We got a huge order that saved us. We, we went from a, almost doing zero business to a $9 million company in a matter of a month. And, and our vendors saved our lives. They actually gave us six months of credit when we went and said, look, we won't survive unless we do this order. Uh, this is going to transform our company. Will you do it for us? I know, you know, we've been great to you guys for the last few years. Um, and, and they did it. And so really take care of your vendors. And that means a lot of different things, but, you know, pay on time, over communicate and definitely tell them what's going on in your business and where your business is and be a really good partner. Uh, networking, another thing I would talk a lot Actually, about. Hey, I want to ask you real quick about vendors real quick, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I, I know there's a lot of people that are struggling because of what's going on in the world. So let's just say again, worst case scenario, COVID hits your business, you can't pay a vendor. Yeah. What do you do? Don't avoid the conversation. I mean, there were times when we were so broke, so broke, and I mean, really broke. And, and we, we told them that. We said, look, we've got, you know, three people we're trying to get to pay right now. They're slow paying. You're, you're our first priority. I mean, and it often meant that we didn't take a paycheck to pay them. 
and, and, and they appreciated that honesty because your first inclination, a lot of people is, is to avoid that phone call, mm-hmm. put it off, put it off, put it off. Don't put it off. Answer that phone call, tell them what's going on. And you know what, when you do that, the person on the other end of the line is more willing to work with you. If you right. drag it out and you, and you, and you, and you sort of put it off, uh, less likely to help you down the road when you need it. So that's what I would say. Look, uh, networking. Look, I've got a real estate agent friend who goes to every networking event possible. He doesn't spend a dime on advertising. He's the biggest real estate uh, agent in the state. And what I would say to him is, I mean, he goes to a lunch meeting, he goes to a dinner meeting, but get involved. He gets involved in the community. He does all the stuff that he, that he can. And you know what? He never, his phone rings off the hook because every time somebody in one of those organizations he's a part of or somebody in his agency is a part of, uh, they think of them. So, you know, when, when people say networking, what that really means is get out there and work the streets. Do, I mean, that's the hard way to do it. It's, it, it's, it takes a long time, but there's a l- real value in that peer-to-peer uh, networking and spreading the word about what you do. You got to be able to succinctly tell people what you do, but uh, I think there's a real worth in building a business that way. Uh, so, so go out and do that. Uh, the other thing, if I've got a little bit of time, is to build thought leadership. I mean, be a resource for your customers and your potential customers. Be a resource of information. What does that mean? It means writing useful articles. It means doing short videos that are, that are useful and helpful and help solve a, a question or a problem a customer might be having. If you can do that and you can post that stuff on your social media, of places like LinkedIn are extremely valuable places where you can share useful information. So I would start doing that today uh, because I tell you what, that has transformed my business. I've been doing thought leadership development and, and, and this kind of thing for you know, almost seven or eight years and it pays dividends in the long run. So have a long-term look at that, a long-term outlook on that, but you know, start building your thought leadership because that is a great way uh, to build your B2B business. It is, it is. Hey, we got three minutes left. I want to make sure you get some promo time in. So let's get to question number five. What other top CEOs and business owners in the B2B industry, like yourself, would you like to acknowledge as a leader and should be a guest on my podcast? Uh, Excellent question. Uh, I'd say uh, John Hall. John Hall is a co-founder of calendar.com. He's an author, the author of Top of Mind. uh, And he runs a a great uh, ad agency and, and uh, I tell you what, he's, he's, a, he's a, a must-have on the program. Uh, one of my favorite people is C.B. Bowman. She's the founder of ACEC and Workplace Racial Equality. Uh, Dr. Terry Jackson, he's the founder of Jackson Consulting Group and uh, Thinker 50, Thinker 50 top uh, coach in the world. Uh, those are three great guests that you should have. Her, I'll look them up. We're done here. We got two minutes and 10 seconds left. Number six, most important question of the podcast, Rhett. Tell me about your first time, your first sale. <laughs> um, I have to go back to the, I, I, I did a lot of sales when I was young, but one of the things that was the most memorable one is that when I first took over, we bought a small t- one product toy company um, who had a few clients already. We walked in the first day that I had the keys to the business to our biggest customer at the time. And I didn't cross his threshold before he started yelling at me and uh, complaining to me and just lit into me. And I had never met this man. Um, and what I realized later on was that that was just a, uh, a scare tactic and a, and a way to get his price down. <laughs> and, but you know what? We kept the business 
and we walked out uh, friends and shaking hands. Uh, but it, I, what I realized later was just a way for him to negotiate price, a better price. Yeah, they'll love that there. So Brett, you've got one minute and six seconds left. Promo time, go. All right. Hey, uh, you can reach me uh, at retpower.com. You can, uh, you can find my Forbes articles, my Inc. articles, my, all of my writing uh, and columns. I publish about 12 times a month on those platforms. Uh, all things about entrepreneurship and leadership and uh, running your business. Uh, I've got a third book coming out this year. So look for the two U's. It's about how we talk to ourselves. And uh, that's going to be a, that's an exciting new project. And you can also find me at Courageous Leadership, Courageous.io. That's our new uh, leadership company. And uh, look forward to being in touch with anybody that reaches out. Happy to talk. Perfect. You pulled it off. Six questions, nine minutes, because the best know when to be concise and when to end. Your website, say it real quick. Rettpower.com. In the description, it's magic. Rhett, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. You're welcome. And for everyone else watching and listening, make sure you check out more episodes of the On Fire B2B podcast. I am Bob Clark. You all have a wonderful day now. Talk to you later. Bye.